Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I will introduce them uh, shortly. But you join us on a day that Taylor Swift has released her new album uh, in which she professed a liking for rugby. So, as I introduce these people, they're going to tell me last time they felt so let down by a celebrity that, that they love so much. Uh, with me this week, I've got Adam. Hello. 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 When was the last time you felt down by a celebrity? Unfortunately, when you live in the United Kingdom right now, it happens quite often when just celebrities you used to respect tell you about their views on Brexit. Um, I can't think of a specific one right now, but I'm sure there's. there's, there's I'm sure Michael Caine's probably done something bad. Nigel Farage? He's famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to say he let me down because I wasn't expecting an awful <laughs> lot of him from any, at any one point. Emma? Mm-hmm. How are you? Uh. Yeah, I'm good. I'm trying to watch two games at once. Birthday, Emma. Yeah, thank you. So does your age still start with three? Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, and when was the last time you felt let down by anybody? Um, by anybody. Oh, <laughs> Celebrity. Some All the time. Um, does Pep Guardiola count? Yeah. Because him. Is this from when he left, is All he? the time. No, it's because of his hypocritical pro Catalonia independence but I will take money from Qatar and their appalling lack of human rights oh very good see that's better than your it's better than my Taylor Swift one to be fair uh, Jessie <laughs> I like Emma yeah I like you too <laughs> hey I've seen how Skype calls like this go <laughs> you, you've, gonna... paid, you've paid a lot more for a lot worse I'm appreciate that I don't really know what that means and just go with that <laughs> yeah I, I would ignore it and move on good <laughs> Uh, oh god there's so many to choose from uh especially here now lately um oh oh artur uh barcelona's artur sorry emma for coming out on behalf of neymar with the uh you know people accuse people of rape to get instagram followers that was kind of shitty that was bad that was bad you better have a really funny one to back that up brian I mean, because if you're going <laughs> to accuse someone of rape, it's obviously for Twitter followers, not Instagram followers, and you should have known that. Keep, keep it light. Maybe talk about how, like, J.K. Rowling has forgotten all of the logic of the earlier yeah. books. <laughs> um, nah, J.K. Rowling is obviously for hiring Johnny Depp. See, everything's bad, and it's a uh, trash fire, and you ruined it, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finally, we got Ryan. Hello. Go on, then. Um, I, oh, I, 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 I would like to just say... Sorry, Chris, could you... Excuse me as... Man on the post regular. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you. I nearly made a joke, but then since I wasn't here last week, it's a bit difficult. Ah. 
I mean, so my one, is, mine is quite light actually, because I tried to think about one on the spot. I went to see. You it was like one of those comic about this. Yeah, right. It was one of those Comic Con things where I went to. It was like the MK Don Stadium, and there were loads of celebrities there, and it was a guy called Philip Glenister who was in Life on Mars and Shop and and well and loads of other things. And um, I went up to him and I gave him my DVD box set to sign. And he started signing. I was trying to talk to him, and he was the most miserable guy I think I've ever met in my life, and that's including myself. Ah. <laughs> uh. I've got, so, I've, got a be- I've got a better one. Ricky Gervais blocks me on Twitter because I told him his movie was going to be shit. Which movie? Because it probably was. Ooh. But yeah, so he was re- and then I got a photo with him, and it's just a memoir of how miserable he was. So that was really <laughs> weird. Would you be able to find that for next week? Or maybe we can post it on our Instagram? Maybe. I, I, I think, I, to be honest, I probably binned it as a, as a show of you know, <laughs> right. horror. This week we're going to talk about uh, Premier League games on Monday. Um, we are going to talk about games happening this weekend in Europe and in the Premier League. A bit about uh, poor old Berry and Bolton. Uh, but first of all, we're going to start back on Monday night at Molyneux. Wolves won Manchester United won. Um, Anthony Martial with his new number nine shirt gave uh, Manchester... His old number nine shirt. His regained number nine shirt, yeah. Uh, scored his 50th Manchester United goal uh, before Ruben Neves um, equalised with, I think... Yeah, another goal from. I think he scored from inside the area for. Um, oh, he's, he's a, I saw a heat map. It was either it was either penalty, or goals from outside the box. Okay, especially all these scores. But we want to talk about that, do we? we? Want to talk about who should take a penalty? That seems to have got lots of people very vexed this week, doesn't it? Very vexed. Uh, was it something to get vexed about? I mean. I don't know. It's really difficult. No, I'm asking. It? I'm asking the question. Thing. I, I write the podcast. I ask the questions. You answer. Them. I ask the questions. I ask the questions. You give the answers. <laughs> the same as you know. The bell doesn't dismiss you. I <laughs> shut up and answer the question. Well, I'm not going to answer it now. Someone oh, okay, Emma. Yeah. Does it matter who t- who uh, takes a penalty, or should it be it's decided called... on the pitch or before? Well, is he the designated penalty taker? I think. Uh, uh, Paul Pogba, he kind of was the designated penalty taker. He's taken. But I think Rashford is also, isn't Rashford also the designated penalty taker? Yes, there's two designated penalty takers ever. That's that's where the well, problem lies. Well, yes. how does that make sense? To have one of them. It's always good to have a backup. Yeah, but Emma's essentially took taken this logic and <laughs> realised that it already doesn't fit. Right, you can have a backup, but that's not a designated. That's a designated backup. <laughs> seen this happen all the time and Christopher you don't get to answer this one everyone else does but the you know anytime Cavani stepped up to take the penalty in Neymar nope like somebody needs to decide either the captain like there just needs to this is the teacher in me but like if there if the rule is the ruler if the penalty taker is the penalty taker like just decide beforehand or I don't know, have a, like, play rock, paper, scissors or something. It's just, it keeps getting, it's, like, silly at this point, and it's it's aggravating to watch grown-ass men, like, get into stupid tussles. Would it not be worse if they did actually say, like, to the referee, like, give me a minute and then start doing rock, paper, scissors? I think scissors, to rock the... it would be amazing. And I, I think it would be good to see what would happen. I mean, Rashford took the penalty against Chelsea, so... It, you'd think that the manager would pick a penalty the player was on the pitch that was number one would take the penalty and then maybe if someone's on a hat trick you'd give them 
the penalty. I think that's probably one of those unwritten rules. But we're seeing that go badly. You should only do that if, if you're like 2-0 up anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think the, you sh- the only real um, time you might have a something that differentiates from that rule is I know that when Thierry Henry was at Arsenal, he didn't take penalties when he was the one who was fouled. God, what a poncy tosser. Okay. Any... <laughs> okay. I don't want to take them. I've been fouled. You take them instead. Oh, just nonsense. You're the designated taker. Do your job. Score the penalty. But again, if that's what you have decided as a team, beforehand, fine, then what's but the decide that in advance. Okay. Emma, you were going to say something, sorry. What? You decided to, then someone probably hadn't thought, maybe. It doesn't sound like me. You know, I've forgotten what that was. Don't worry. We're moving I'm on to something else. I'm on a sugar else. high from yesterday. You've got what, sorry? I'm on a sugar high from yesterday. I had too much cake. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, so next up for these teams, uh, well, Wolves actually played yesterday. We're calling this on Friday, aren't we? Um, uh, but Wolves played yesterday in the Europa League. They beat Torino 3-2 in Turin, which was a fantastic result for them. Um, but next up on Sunday, they play uh, Burnley. Uh, Wolves were unbeaten in nine games. Um, and only Sergio Aguero and Sadio Mane, though, has scored more Premier League goals than Ashley Barnes in 2019. So how do we see this one going, guys? I can't really look past a what uh, Wolves win, really. Okay. Keep going. Uh, sorry, I just... Full I stop just, or a comma. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I've got done it really now. Um, you know, I think Wolves are... I think I just think they're the better team. I think, I think they'll get the win and they should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Jesse? Um, I'm, you know, since I was completely distracted by how great Adam is. I'm just going to agree with Ryan. I'm just going to say yes <laughs> to everything you said. All right. I, I was too busy distracting Jesse, so I don't even know what game we're talking about. <laughs> just just agree with me. It's the right call to make there. Ryan absolutely nailed it. All right. Well, look, let's talk about Manchester United versus Crystal Palace this weekend. Guys, I missed the... you so much. Sorry? I missed you all so much. <laughs> You're very red with your giggling. <laughs> Ryan's, so, Ryan's drawing the curtains down. This is a, sitting down at his computer. This is a familiar sight, isn't it? Manchester United versus Crystal Palace, Chris. Come on. Yes, in the Roy Keane, Stamford and Gareth Southgate derby. Uh, Manchester United are unbeaten at home to Crystal Palace in a run going back to uh, 1989 when Adam was 28. Um, how do we see this Adam one? Adam turned 28 last week. Adam's always 28. He's been 28 <laughs> since I've known him. It's a great age. Yeah. Um, but Crystal Palace essentially is the answer what's going to happen Crystal the answer is Crystal Palace are rubbish yeah (laughs) and Man United are better than them well London clubs at Old Trafford have got a win rate of only 11% that's 16 out of 152 games that's the lowest uh, of any city does that include Watford well no we've done this before Watford aren't in London well we don't know that because your stats change every I think that does it include Charlton? Charlton's in Monday, London. Watford are close enough to London and far enough from the coast that they count. But they're not in the M25, are they? They're outside the <laughs> M25. I mean, you know what I really liked about last week was the lack of unnecessary stats. <laughs> what was unnecessary about that? That shows, that shows, that shows a trend <laughs> in the pattern that London clubs uh, don't like travelling to Old Trafford. Uh, that's, that, over, that's a consistent... Over, over what, 50 years? In the Premier League era. <laughs> Okay. 
Something like that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Anyway, it's a consistent pattern. If it's three, it must be 25. If I'm still 28, it must be 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're an accountant, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> right, who'd like a quiz? Yes, you right. would. Enthusiasm overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Marshall could be the fourth Manchester United player to score in his first three Premier League games of the season. Who can name the other three? Andy Cole. No. Dwight York. Yes. Cristiano Ronaldo. No. Wayne Rooney. Yes. Okay. How many was it? Three of them. Yeah, you got one more to get, Emma. Then right. Yes. See. Well, didn't everyone take a bow? Apart from Jesse, you didn't get any. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're all pretty much agreed it's going to be Manchester United win, are we? Yeah. Yeah. Is anyone else a little bit shocked that Martial scored fifty goals? I am absolutely really surprised. That's about twenty more than I would have guessed. Really? Yeah. Because you doubt him, or because you doubt him at United? Um, because I don't. Uh, there's been huge periods of time when he hasn't really played very much, and uh, you, when you don't score goals in a sort of consistently in sort of in a in sort of bulk, it's harder to keep count. Let me just check my stats. Hang on. <laughs> it could well be me that's written it down wrong. It could easily be that he has scored 30 goals and Chris's five just looked like, or like three. You know, I've written zero five. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Where are we? Bear <laughs> one second. Let me get. I'm three. pretty certain it's 50 because I thought something about it the other day as well. Yeah, all I remember him doing is coming on and scoring goals. So. See, I'm, uh, you... I'm not doubting his stat. Huh? No. I just find it surprising, not that yeah. you're wrong. Oh, okay. No, I'd love right. for you. To, would love for you to be wrong. I think that'd be really entertaining for us all. There's going to be three other moments that you're going to be wrong about a, a fixture or a stat later on. We are at the start, yeah, because I say we're at the start of this podcast. There's plenty of time. Yeah, quality, quality control happens later on, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, um, okay, go on. No, I just said, uh, but I can remember him scoring his his goal on his debut. Against I can remember him scoring last week, and that's in between the other forty goals. Adam, I can't he saw the winner in the cup final, didn't he? That feels like a job that Jesse Lingard does all the time. So hmm. Jesse Lingard has got no goal or assist in this calendar year. Is it too busy. not very he's, good? Yeah, that one. <laughs> or he's too, bu- he's too busy working on his dance moves. So. Oh, yeah. stop it, Graeme Soonis. If you don't... <laughs> Yeah, Pep Guardiola said something similar the other week, did he? Like, not well, not something similar, but he sort of said about uh, Rodri. He says he's a good defensive midfielder because he doesn't focus on his hair, tattoos, or earrings. He just gets the job done. No one ever called him out for that, you know, saying, "Oh, Graham Sunash 2.0 or anything like that." Yeah, because he lo- he wears lovely sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know your voice never changed? Then it stayed the same tone. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's just me? I'm just you know singular across everything well why didn't you why didn't you say those words that Pep just said again but say it in a Spanish Catalan Pep accent please, no, please you're please. the one who do the, you're the one who does the inappropriate accent yeah, it's not mine don't try to bring Ryan down pre-recorded I wasn't quoting Pep Guardiola it sounded horrendous no that's not better or worse though <laughs> come on right so I'll, I'll just pretend I did and I'll just say oh, it must have missed the recording there you go <laughs> 
Pussy. <laughs> I'll just agree right now, though, that Hector Bellerin, aside from being the best human ever, has the best accent ever. What's that then? It's, I mean, it's like he's just from everywhere. It's like he's, he just has come from the world and was plopped down in North London and adopted, I don't know, the accent of wherever he's been. He is the best Catalan ever. Ever. Thank you, Emma. Ever? Yeah, he's even better than me. Oh, well, there you I go. mean... Didn't, didn't Andres Iniesta win a World Cup? He's, He's not, not a Catalan. Catalan. Is he not? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Learn something every day. Every day is a school day. <laughs> not if you already knew it, it's not. <laughs> uh, right, there's some Champions League qualifiers this week. I'll only pick a couple out because there was loads. Uh, Olympiacos 4, Krasnodar 0. Uh, and Apoel Nicosia 0, Ajax 0. Um, this one I picked out. Young Boys 2... Red Star 2, I picked this out apart from the obvious young boys. Because the other, others didn't have any goals and you thought... <laughs> Olympiacos 4-0, uh, Okay. I, uh, I really don't... I don't listen to you, Chris, so when I hear three nils in a row... <laughs> <laughs> well, young boys, uh, they drew 2-2 two, two a Red Star, but young boys are sponsored by somebody called Shoppyland, which I thought was quite Young cool. boys and Chris, where do they play? What's their stadium? Oh, the Wankdorf. There you go. <laughs> See, that would have been... I would have really appreciated that whole sponsor thing if you hadn't already put it on Twitter about six <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> Where do I block people? <laughs> uh, and in the Europa League, there was loads and loads and loads of fixtures. So, uh, some of the British ones. Um, Leisure also nil, Rangers nil, Celtic 2, with now, now Simon Fraser Forster, uh, AIK nil, and Linfield beat Carabag 3-2, which was a rather fantastic result there. Um, right, some bits and bobs of news. Uh, Ian Holloway has been in the news this week. Adam, why has he been in the news? Because he's a moron. <laughs> I quite like Ian Holloway, but he's put his foot in it, wasn't he? No, nah, he's a moron, and if you like him, you're a moron as well. Nah, he's a former QPR manager, so I do like him. There's lots of people are former QPR managers. Great. I, I, I've got a list of morons who manage QPR if you want it. <laughs> Steve McLaren, Neil Warnock. Uh, he is a, um, for those who don't, he is a former QPR player and Bristol Rovers player who has managed many teams in the lower leagues. So Leicester City, QPR, Bristol Rovers, Plymouth Argyle, Blackpool, he managed the Premier League. Um, he's known for having a quirky way about him and a quirky opinion or two. He was very famous for going on a uh, flying the wall documentary in his house because he's got two deaf daughters and he says he can't tell his two children off because when he tells off his sign language, they just put their hands over their eyes. Um, and uh, he was talking this week about the new handball rule. Which who? What did he blame the new handball rule on, guys? Is uh, it the Brexit? European Union. He did. Wait. What? 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 <laughs> I've just explained to you who he is. <laughs> this people not listening to Chris is starting to have a real problem. How did he? How did he do that? Do what? Blame the handball rule and the. Well, he on the European did, Union. To be fair, he didn't. He, he just is so thick, he can't articulate himself. Um, and he was trying to, he was trying to suggest that we should be able to, we should be, we should be free from the shackles of FIFA yes. and, and uh, IFAB so we can make our own rules, like we can do when we finally get rid of those oppressive Europeans. Yeah, that's <laughs> you were talking about, Emma. Uh, no, um, yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to three games at once here. You weren't listening either. Sorry? It's definitely a You weren't listening either. A bit. 
No, I think Emma is working on a theory whereby the new um, rule where the keeper has to be on the line at all times is directly related to <laughs> the fight for Catalan independence. And yes, Emma, that is correct. Exactly. That, that is exactly it. Yes. Actually, um, Jesse, that was a superb segue because I was going to talk about IFAB as well because IFAB have written to... Uh, or made clear that they want the law concerning goalkeepers staying on their line observed in the Premier League. It's something the Premier League were choosing to ignore the first few weeks. No, that's not true. It was. That isn't true. No. Go on. Go on. What, what, they, what they decided was that it was not something that could be accessible by VAR. The, the referee still should have been applying the rule on the pitch, but it wasn't going to be taken to VAR every time they, they strayed an inch off. And... Sorry, and that actually, just for fun, they guinea pig tested on the Women's World Cup. So, you know, it's a fun thing just to, like, use a World Cup to test out new rules and regulations and VAR, I think, is, is spectacular. Yeah, I would say the base so nobody's listening. Enough is great. So nobody cares. <laughs> Why don't British people like VAR? What, what's your problem? I like it. I really like it. It's, in, it's enforcing... So, so Chris is very much in a Venn diagram of people who like Ian Holloway. <laughs> and like VAR. Like and, and people who voted for certain democratic decisions. For, for, for it's a, it's a circle. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is, people in the UK did like VAR. There was, the surveys were overwhelming. And after the World Cup, when the Premier League decided that they weren't going to, um, to introduce VAR that season... Um, I'm sure the uh, the switchboards of Five Live and Talksport were lighting up with people saying it was a it was a huge mistake and an embarrassment. And now, much like something I alluded to earlier that Chris is responsible for, people have realised that you need to be careful what you wish for. Just what? Ah, right. Oh. <laughs> I'm pro-VAR. Anybody I'm... listening to anybody? Right, it's just... I know he's, he's, being a, he's being a scallywag. I know exactly what he's being, so I, I feigned <laughs> ignorance. Um, I'm very, very pro-VAR. It's just enforcing rules that at times aren't fit for purpose, I think. Yeah, but I don't think that's the But that's the, the difference. Thing. Though, right? The rules are not VAR's fault. Yes, exactly. The, right. the rules are something completely independent of the technology. Yes. And but I guess it's that, it's that question of... Yeah, but I think it's a case of it's difficult because VAR is is putting things in perspective that would never ever normally be seen, and I think it's a bit of a weird one where I guess and and for the people to say you know for the love of the game and all that stuff, I think the amount of shit houseery that can happen now is probably a whole lot less because you can't get away with it. But, we all have a bit of shit houseery somewhere or another, but if you do it and VAR catches you you know you're not going to go over with it anymore. Okay. And it's just little things like that. Well, I think the the rules, like, you know, if we're talking about the Man City Tottenham thing, is that was so, in the SK, VAR had to be applied because of the rule, but it made VAR look bad as a result because, A, everyone had already moved on from the decision. Like, you know, even you had people like Lloris laughing at the referee, asking what was going on. It's just, it they haven't mastered it yet to make it not slow the game down. And I think that's everyone's biggest problem. We had it in La Liga all last season, and we barely even noticed it was there. Okay. Uh, did you have it where, you, where the referee runs off to look at the telly? Yeah. 
and you don't I mean, you went you go to games don't you so did you yeah yeah how did you feel did you, can you remember some can you remember a specific occasion where VAR was used and was as a match going fan yeah um in one of the first games of the season at Camp Nou we had Clement Longley sent off for an off the ball incident which was like by VAR um and he, he it was against Girona, I think, and he he elbowed somebody when he was trying to jump. So it was it wasn't intentional, but because it was seen on the AR, he got sent off. But it, we we knew what was happening within like a minute. I don't know why it takes so long in England. Could you see it on a screen, or was it being described over a tannoy? Or no, no, there was nothing. You could just see the people with your own eyes in the corner where they run up. I think that's the biggest thing is, is it we don't really have that run over to the screen thing. It's very much the referee stands there while all the players crowd around him. He's got his he's got his finger to his ear. He's got his hand up like I'm waiting for a decision. They watch it about fifty times, and it's the whole thing where they keep saying it's for clear and obvious mistakes. And basically, you're effectively saying to whoever the referee is, unless you've made a serious mistake where you say missed a two footed tackle or something like that. But it's, it's that handball one, for example, that the referee hasn't made a clear mistake he, you know he's he's well, watched he the play and he's not seen it's i think it's a good one well, no, no, it's he, a bad he, rule anyway it's a bad he, rule but the clear the clear and obvious mistake is was sort of subjective so it doesn't apply to the rule so things like tackle and well attack was subjective right if it was yeah. and like uh the uh the penalty in the first the penalty that wasn't given i don't think should have been given in the first half against rodri where is it not Lucas Moore because he came on someone is um, dragging him down from behind so the referee was deemed to have seen that with the conversation he had with Villa so they decided it wasn't he he had done his job on the pitch and it didn't need to be reviewed but something like offside or the goalkeeper I know it's not applied but the goalkeeper being off their line yeah, or, yeah. or handball in that instant isn't considered to be um Subjective, it either happened or it didn't. Right, okay. Which makes sense. I, uh, my problem with VAR is I think it takes away the, the drama of the moment. I don't think it does. No, Because people, people, people don't celebrate as, as much, but you can almost tell there's, there's not much of a celebration because it has to get clipped by VAR first. It has never stopped me celebrating a goal. Okay, there we go, match going fans. <laughs> yeah, but it's... Because the majority of goals are good. Emma's at at Camp the difference between whether the fourth fourth goal in a 5 0 win counts. (laughs) We don't do that anymore. (laughs) But I don't think it does. I watched the first game of the season between West Ham and Manchester City. So the Gary Jesus goal that was disallowed because Sterling was offside. So you you had the ball go in, Manchester City fans and players celebrate, and referee puts his fingers to his ear. Then there's this sort of roar from the crowd as he's sort of waiting for the signal to come on the big screen and then when it comes up saying goal disallowed the West Ham fans started cheering there was drama there okay but then aren't we reaching a sad point a sad state of affairs where you're the only only advantage to VAR is when a team can take solace in something bad happening to another team not something good happening to their team that's football isn't it so why don't why don't why don't we just have huge cheers when players when the opposition team hits the bar instead of scoring? <laughs> it's the same principle. Uh, I'm not quite sure. No, I'm not quite sure it is. I think uh, <coughs> while I cough, Jesse talk because <laughs> she. Oh. <laughs> 
get some water. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I'm sort of in the middle of all of you on this one. I, um, I agree with Emma that I, I don't think it's, it's ever, you know, it's frustrating because it's human error, but so is refereeing. Um, you know, I think VAR is frustrating in the same way that like Martin Atkinson is frustrating. Um, but, but it, but you're always gonna have that because referees are people, <laughs> um, and so are the people behind the screen. So it, I think, at this point in the Premier League, it's just a matter of the the refs getting accustomed to the process and to the technology and like getting better at it. Until we, get, until we get rid of those, until we get rid of those bureaucrats in Brussels, and we're finally allowed the robot referees we've been craving all along. <laughs> it just brings. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, but like we like that it's like I. Yeah, I, I would argue that I actually think that the application of VAR in the Premier League has actually been all right as VAR goes. I just think it's a terrible idea. I think. I think, I think my biggest thing is it's just too slow. I think that's my biggest thing. Is right. I mean, it sounds like in in other leagues they've got it. A lot better than no, they, I don't they haven't. True. I don't think that's true. I think no. we've got it better in the Premier League. But they, I think we're not running over to the TV all the time is better. That, so they're essentially refereeing as a team where they trust the yeah yeah, their yeah. Trust, they're putting their trust in the referee in the Stockley Park that they can't stop talking about every <laughs> every two minutes um, instead of going oh I must go and see this. Okay, right. We're going to move on, but as the host, I'll have the last say. Uh, if you're anti-VAR, I think you've got to be prepared for uh, your team to suffer an injustice at key moments and it not be put right. We that, that's, yeah, it's football. Yeah. Anyway, right, moving on. Be quiet. <laughs> Don't disagree. Steve Bruce. Can we unite behind Steve Bruce? Oh, I'm disagreeing with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Bruce is unhappy with Michael Chopra, uh, who spoke out last week on TalkSport saying that um, the players didn't like the warm-up that uh, they were given at the previous game and uh, that don't think Steve Bruce is very positive and doesn't know what he's doing. Steve Bruce has come out and said that they're lies and fabricated. Um, I only mentioned this as Michael Chopra has the greatest football chance with what's that coming over the hill? It's Michael Chopra to the automatics monster. Um, Emma. That's the only reason you mentioned it? Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> you can talk to Michael Chopra if you want. I, I didn't bring it up. I'm not the one who wanted, <laughs> I didn't want to sing a song. What's that coming over the hill? It's Michael Chopra. It's Michael Chopra. Um, Emma, mm-hmm. did you get sad in the middle of the afternoon today? Did I get sad in the middle of the afternoon today? Yeah. As... I mean, go on. Go on. I was just going to say, Fernando Torres plays his last game ever of he football. He did, yeah. He did. And do you know what the score was? Did they win? No, they lost 6 1. Oh, no. Did he score? I don't know if he scored the one, but did you see the letter that Andres Iniesta wrote to him? Yes, it made me cry. Yeah, I was He's say... so pure. He's so adorable. I miss him every day. Have you guys seen this? No, he's not no a cat, lad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a cat. I haven't seen the letter. Uh, a few points taken on the letter. Um, quote, unquote, you, Fernando, have dignified this sport. You haven't left, and I missed you already. Um, so this was for our, their uh, Sacantoso team as they take translated on... though, isn't it? I bet, it's, I bet it's not as beautiful in Spanish. No, it's so it's like it's so lovely. You Fernando have dignified this sport. You oh, haven't no, left no, no. Oh. <laughs> See, that's wow, why I didn't do that. Earlier. 
That's why I haven't tried anything earlier, because it's just it's not worth it. I mean, that's pretty much how he would have said it. I don't think that's... No. <laughs> that's not... didn't sound like anything like speedy it. Speedy Gonzalez. Exactly. It, it just sounded so wrong. Oh. Hey, do you know it, who's... Really... believed it, it what? was even worse. I don't believe he actually said it like that. No, no, the fact that you, you, you even attempted it, I think that's the worst part. Are you surprised by that? I'm not surprised. I I'm think just... it shows a certain bravery in attempting something like that in front of two Spanish speakers. I mean, it would be brave, I think, if you tried to say it in Spanish, and I fully support that. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to have a clue. <laughs> uh, do you know who played on the opposition team? David Villa. As I say, was it Iniesta? <laughs> no, he plays on the same team. You're not listening. Either one was <laughs> We've established that no one's listening. <laughs> David V was on the other team. That was a nice little uh, for them all, wasn't it? Get say goodbye. Uh, Junior Gogo, forty-year-old um, Junior Gogo of QPR Forest, uh, Bristol Rovers, and Sheffield Wednesday fame. He's passed away at the age of forty, unfortunately, having previously suffered a stroke in two thousand and fifteen. Um, Jesse, there is a possible Super Classico in the Copa Libertadores semi-finals. Uh, Adam, Adam did something happen? What happened, Adam? And it's half time. It's just a terrible, a terrible effort from Everton. Should have scored. Yeah. Well, it's half time, Adam. So it is. It's half time. <laughs> I, I just t- two things that got quickly brushed over there. But it was nice that even on his last game, Fernando Torres got to see the better version of him playing on the other team. <laughs> <laughs> and, was... when we're talk- and when we're talking about letters, did Don see the letter that came out? Or oh, I don't know if it came. Out. It's the first time I've seen it. It was going around on Twitter this week uh, that um, Sir Alex Ferguson wrote to Eric Cantona. After oh, he retired, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it, make sure you don't read it in a dusty room, Chris, because it's it'll get you in all the feels, as the kids would say. Can you read it in a in a city Scottish in a, accent? In a gruff Scots accent? Yeah. No, no, I can't. You can read it anyway. Uh, I'll read you the last the last paragraph because it's quite a long letter. Go on, but the last paragraph, Willie. No, I'm not doing it. The last paragraph is, you will always be welcome here, and if you just pop in unexpectedly for a cup of tea, no fanfare, just for a chat as friends, that would mean more to me than anything. Eric, you know where I am if you need if you need me, and now that you're no longer one of my players, I hope you you know you have a friend. Good luck, God bless. Oh, Jesse, no. you're welling up. I am not, but that's lovely. <laughs> well, I recommend it. the whole letter is, is really good. Uh, slags off Teddy sharing them a little bit it's, it's got everything you want so look it up on Twitter Can I just also say something that I'm, I'm actually really proud of you Chris you, you managed to mention Fernando Torres' retirement without going do you remember that goal against Blackburn? Oh that goal against Blackburn because every time you've talked about it I mean, that's why it's ingrained in my memory I even not I even didn't think about the goal against Barcelona in the semi-final that I just immediately thought of Chris liking that goal against Blackburn why would you even like mention that goal? Uh, because, I but mean, that's my bet. It was Chelsea's moment today. They were just like, we're just going to post this goal again. And, you know, I always, I always enjoy that Fernando Torres goal. But, yeah, that's just me. Wow. So, yeah, There's there the you go, Chris. for two people you offended on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Adam it's right there? Like it's like you've got a list and a stopwatch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Emma, yeah. is he right with his... Uh, Adam right with his Torres not as good as David Villa observation? Uh, I prefer David Villa, if I'm honest. And that's not just because he you plays just, for us. You can say yes, Emma. You don't have to phrase it like that. You could say yes. I don't, we uh, know, but, we know Chris Adam Torres, though, it was, was Adam right? a yes. magnificent <laughs> finisher. Okay. Damn it, I hate agreeing with Adam. 
<laughs> um, okay, Jesse, like I said, this could be a possible super classic here in the semi final of the Copa Libertadores. So, the quarter final first legs this week, it was uh, LDU Quito nil, Boca Juniors 2, River 2, oh, Coro Porteno nil. Uh, Coro Porteno. There's some absolute butchering going on here, I'm sure of it. Uh, and in the quarter finals, Gremio uh, lost 1 0 to Palmeiras and Flamengo beat International 2 0. Um, Emma. Mm-hmm. Do you know 2012 described Messi as quote unquote a son of a bitch? And also, I could probably break his leg with one kick. I don't, Emma. It was not me. <laughs> it was a then 15 year old Junior Firpo who recently signed for Barcelona from Real Betis. Ah, those 15 year old tweets they were talking about. Yeah. It was his birthday yesterday as well, just like mine. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Guys, do you share your birthdays with anybody famous? I think my birthday is the same as Alex Ferguson's, which is really disappointing for me. <laughs> but that's it, I think. My wife shares it with Roy Keane, which explains an awful lot. And happy belated birthday to you, Charlotte, from all of us here <laughs> at Man on the Post. <laughs> Uh, okay, right, some fixtures uh, across the world and across Europe that are coming up this weekend. So, um... Can we, can we, can we, sorry, this is um, of note only to me and like four other people, okay. none of whom listen to this podcast, but um, <laughs> sorry. Um, Naita Nandes left from Boca Juniors and so missed and will miss the rest of the Copa, but cried on his, he, he went to Italy and it's great and hooray, but um, they did a really lovely little celebration for him and, uh, and they showed him on his first day of training and he was crying and he was wearing his old book his book of because he's like a baby 23 year old and when you leave your your first like team that you love it's sad anyway that's it okay that's Matthew, Matthew Perry from Friends that's, that's yeah and John Stamos and then the rest of them are all YouTube stars and new thing TikTok star I don't even know what that is TikTok is an app that my kids go mad over uh, okay. It's basically it's that. basically the new the new Vine. Yeah. Okay. Well, she well, whoever this this TikTok star is, she's managed to make it onto the list. She's the twelfth most famous person to share a birthday with me. Okay. She's fifteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Some fixtures coming up this weekend uh, in Spain. Real Madrid play Valladolid. Uh, Leganes oh, play Atletico oh. Madrid. Fresh from their trip to the Basque Country last week, Barcelona play Real Betis with Nabil Fekir, Real Betis. Um, last week, what happened there, Emma? Um, I don't think we remembered that the season started. <laughs> and we let a 38-year-old man score an incredible goal. Like, goal. It was a good goal, though. Wait, can yeah, I have no complaints. You? They deserved to win. We didn't. Well, and Suarez got injured. He did. No one mentioned when that, that goal goes in that it was his first touch as well. Yeah, no, that that was... Just gets lost. Just gets lost in the fact that he did it because he's 38. And he flew. Can we, like... like he <laughs> Good point, Jesse. Elaborate on that. He flew. No, he did. He did. Like, he was like, no, grab this around my body. I'm flying into the air. It was amazing. Even Tristegan was like, fine, whatever, have that. One other thing I took from last week, in the first 42 minutes, Inaki Williams ran nine and a half kilometres. That's, what, that's what you get when you get a new 
ten year contract or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, he signed an eight year. Do you know? Do you know why I'm less impressed with that right now? Because Chris retweeted it a week ago. <laughs> oh, to be honest, I was going to say it, but he put, I'm pretty certainly put it in the WhatsApp group last week. Well, I did. <laughs> I think I think I deserve points for remembering. I think when Valverde is mad and he's like walking on the sidelines, he. I think we were having a discussion in, in unusual efforts of, like, the players that look the least like football players. And Valverde, for me, looks the least like he... Be- like, he looks like a disgruntled dentist. Like, there's nothing <laughs> about him that looks like he belongs. He always has a sense of, like, how did I get here? What is happening? Who are these people? <laughs> so what about Burgos for Atletico Madrid? What does he... He doesn't look like a footballer, does he? No. You could put him on the list. Yeah. Okay. We only have one fit striker for the game. Yeah. Who is? Which is Antonio Griezmann. Okay. Okay, and, and but you also have Leo Messi, right? Yeah, as yeah, I was like, I'm, like, before I do all my crying for you. He's injured. No, I'm sure. I'm sure I saw something that he, he's back in training. Yeah, but he only came back to training yesterday. We... Hey guys, can, can they come to training like an hour before the game? Frank's like. Throw him in. He's good. <laughs> is Ricky Puig anywhere near this team? Uh, no, they're keeping him with the B team. Uh, do you want me to tell you how to pronounce his name correctly? Yes. <laughs> it's Ricky Pooch. Ricky Pooch. That's yeah. cool. That's a much better way of saying it. Yeah. Ricky's a much better way. The correct way. <laughs> <laughs> the I may ask you several more times about him this season because he's supposed to be very good, isn't he? Yeah, amazing. He will be a star. But he's... He's really, he's like 19 years old, but he looks like he's 12. Yeah. Um, he's so tiny. He's. I think they're going to keep him with the B team for a bit longer. Maybe send him out on loan somewhere to toughen them up a bit. Okay. Do you think, I wonder about this, do you think people, players learn more from going out on loan? Or do you think he would learn more from training with Lionel Messi and Lionel Suarez and whoever else every day? Well, I, I would say that the, the example for that is... Jaden Sancho currently plays for England and Phil Foden can't play in games <laughs> he played in last season. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was like, playing time is such a better experience than training with... Like, if you're not going to get anywhere in the squad, is it really worth it? All right, fair enough. Uh, Germany then. Um, Ode Klon played Borussia Dortmund. Schalke uh, played Bayern Munich, who drew last week. Uh, and Rebel Leipzig play Frankfurt Sunday PM game on BT Sports. Uh, in France, PSG played Toulouse, which could be the only time they ever played Toulouse. Oh. Um, although they lost last week. Uh, I was halfway through... Ruined your own joke. <laughs> <laughs> With facts. I was halfway through uh, seeing your tweet last week, Jesse, after Edison Cavani missed a six-foot header that went towering over the bar and then he scored. Yeah, I was going to say, and then, what, and then what happened, Chris? He scored, which is about the only thing he did do all game because um, I'm they were awful. I'm sure you've all heard about the oh, uh, Camavinga, the 16-year-old that's playing for. Uh, he was ridiculously good last week, so he's one to keep an eye out. Strasbourg play Rent and Monaco play Nîmes. Um, what else have we got? Italy's back this week. Serie A is back this week. Scott has written a blog on his WordPress blog. Um, we've retweeted that off Man in the Post as a pre-season preview. Uh, Parma play Juventus, Fiorentina play Napoli, um, Fiorentina of course have signed Frank Ribery and I think Irving Lozano has gone to Napoli. Uh, Inter, who are now keeping Mario Riccardi, um, play Lecce and Roma play Genoa, uh, Portugal is Benfica versus Porto, um, Turkey's uh, Istanbul Bashikasir versus Fenerbahce and Jesse, 
MLS. Chris, it's the Timbers. It's still versus, happening. It's Timbers versus the Sounders. Yeah. And it's also New York City versus New York Red Bulls. Yes. We, you... and, and somebody that was doing some sort of podcast was trying to call it a Hudson River Derby, which is a hat. <laughs> so you can take. Smart. Are you going to take any interest in these? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips said that his player that um, any of the Red Bull players would die for their coach. Which I think is a little excessive, but it's a great sentiment. Um, he wasn't thinking that last week when he missed that sitter. <laughs> he's he's actually he's really really good. Um, the Sounders have a huge Nazi problem. If anybody's interested in reading about that, definitely reach out the to Sounders, Seattle. Okay. Um, and MLS have been have banned have reacted by banning. Um, opposition flags and not uh, white nationalists. So, welcome to America and we like soccer. I know I New York City. Uh, the commentary you were looking for, but it's been it's been an interesting two weeks with Alexi Lalas weighing about politics in the stadiums and, you know, um, it's been... I wonder why Rain, Wayne Rooney wants to leave. It's weird. Right? I know, <laughs> I know New York City have got a far-right problem as well, haven't they? Because he had yeah. one too many affairs, right? Oh, okay, yeah, that one. Did that happen again? No, it's just she's still mad about the old one, so she's got all the leverage. And the kids. And How the kids. dare she? <laughs> and, uh, and there's international football this weekend as well, as Cornwall take on the Chagos Islands in the NIFA World Cup qualifier, which I hopefully will be going on to. That's fun. That'd be cool. Uh, it's a press conference tomorrow. And <coughs> Cornwall's not a nation. <laughs> <laughs> My little Catalan friend, as I talk here from a Cornishman. Um... Are you aware of Are you aware of Kenifa? Uh, yeah, it's the. Oh, um, I'm going to try and be polite about it. No, don't, please don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. Just say <laughs> only, only one of us wants to be polite about it, and it's not you, it's not me, it's not Ryan, and it's not Jesse. <laughs> yeah, my friend. <laughs> my friend described it as the uh, association of shit countries. <gasps> All oh, right. Well, how's that referendum working out for you then? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. That was, that was the one that you participated in. <laughs> I see that uh, your uh, new independent country working very well, isn't it? Anyway, all right. Let's move on. <laughs> there are, don't slag them off, Chris. They're going to be the best of a trading partner anytime soon. Yeah. Well, that's when their leaders get released from prison, which won't be anytime. Which they never will. They never will be, no. Uh, the Cornwall uh, FA were looking for interpreters um, to translate their press conference into Cornish. I'll have you know. You girls could do that. Could that be fantastic? Do people actually speak Cornish? No. Yes. <laughs> they do. There are people how, who speak Cornish. How many of them? Uh, for them. <laughs> are road signs in Cornish? Uh, some are uh, some are multilingual. Yep. Uh, the meetings <laughs> rooms... Chris, their whole family speak Cornish <laughs> the husbands, the wife the aunties, the uncles like Chris, the, both of them Adam <laughs> uh, we've got multilingual signs down here, quite often you'll find some of the signs are, um, in public buildings are multilingual as well oh okay pandering in... a real country, though. <laughs> pandering and wasting taxpayers money oh my god, oh. we've devolved you guys <laughs> We're not about taxpayers' money. That'd be a controversial. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'm not about wasting taxpayers' money. 
as a local government employee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm coming for my cycle super highway, all right? I budget costs. Oh, you'll have your own lane, don't worry. <laughs> it goes right through the cliff, don't worry. Uh, okay, right, let's go back to the Premier League. So, uh, Everton and Aston Villa in the Steve Watson derby are playing now. I don't want to worry you, Adam, but I did once see an Aston Villa-Everton game that ended 6-2 to Villa. Um, that's only marginally worse than what's going on right now. So yeah. would, you ta- would you take that just for the two goals? <laughs> I'll tell you about that. It was 6-0 to Villa at one point, uh, and Paul McGrath played the game wearing dustbin liners because um, he was either wearing dustbin liners because he was still drunk from the night before, or he's wearing wristbands from where he tried to slit his wrist the night from before. But they still managed to score six goals past uh, Everton. Well, professional athlete. There you go. I think troubled, I think, is probably the, the better phrase. Was it? I, I missed that. I thought you said drunk from the night before. He was, yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it, in those times, that doesn't necessarily mean, mean that they were always troubled. I'm sure maybe that was the case. But... <laughs> Uh, okay, so Saturday is Norwich versus Crystal Palace in the Robert Fleck derby. Um, Crystal, uh, Chelsea have got zero ones under Frank Lampard's Chelsea so far, uh, even though he knows the club, Ryan. Um, what if they don't win this weekend? I mean, that's just hashtag, rude, isn't hashtag it? Frank out. Hashtag, hashtag Frank out. Yeah, hashtag Lamp. Well, pathetic, one of those three pathetic little... Get rid of the last pathetic little rat. <laughs> you got rid of Sesk, you got rid of Hazard. Why did you bring Frank back? <laughs> Will the fans be out there? A4 bio written uh, pieces of paper saying lamps out. Land is going to do some <laughs> roaring trade in bed sheets. Bed sheets and boot polish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've not lost a caribou since 1994, Ryan, when you were still in your nappies. Yeah, I mean, so, was that on a sunny day, a rainy day? Is what we're saying? What's uh, the. I don't know. I think it didn't go that far back, unfortunately. Ah, okay. but you have, I mean, what's have... the humidity above forty-eight percent? It could well have been. But Chelsea <laughs> have uh, lost their last two games versus teams rated as champions, so it doesn't look good. Ryan, stick your chest out and say it, dude. Say no, it, Ryan. No, no right. No. So the winless under Franklin. So it's two games. I saw something earlier that was like three games. The European Super three Super games. Super. <laughs> yeah, two league games, and Liverpool got lucky in that. How one. lucky? So about it. You're gonna be fine. Do you know? Um, but you generally, I think right. we, I think, I think we'll be all right. To be fair, loser. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we'll be Frank all right. Actually, we're playing. We're actually playing quite well in most games. I mean, the, the Leicester game was was not good. We did not play well. What you uh, all need to do is beg Tammy Abraham's forgiveness. So the Leicester game wasn't good, you didn't play well, and the other game you lost 4-0. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, again, the result didn't actually match the performance. It's, wow, I, yeah, think I think it did. Then you played well and lost 4-0. <laughs> I think you played yeah, terribly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we just need to score a couple of goals. We, we just need a couple of early goals under our, uh, our belt and just be able to, to get a, Let's get them, and I think we'll be all right. But, you know, <laughs> there is obviously that. That's strategy, Ryan. Well, I think we need just a couple of goals. <laughs> and get yeah, we need to, we need to <laughs> score more. Goals, and we if we score more goals than they do, we're going to be great. We need to stop conceding after half time. A good one as well. Um, yeah, you're generally good in job interviews, right? <laughs> I've only ever had one and it was successful, so I'm good. So, <laughs> yes, 100% record. I've got 100% record right now. Uh, no, I think, we'll, I think we'll be okay. I think Norwich are a good team. It's going to be a difficult game, uh, but I think we'll, we've got enough class in the team. Depends if William wants to show up or not, like he didn't against Leicester. Um, so I think I think we'll be okay. Timo Pukki, you think you're threatened by him? 
Not perfect, a little bit. Rudy is not back yet. I'm a little bit worried about what Zuma and Christensen are going to hand, how they handle it. Aspilicueta's looked exposed quite a lot in the last sort of half an hour of games. So it's, it's definitely going to be a good game to watch. Okay. Uh, Brighton versus Southampton and the Wayne Bridge Derby. Southampton are unbeaten against current Premier League teams that are further south than them. Oh my God. Best dad ever. Current <laughs> Premier League teams that are further south than them. Yeah. I don't even know who that consists of. <laughs> Brighton and Bournemouth. They played Bournemouth actually. Are Bournemouth actually further south than them? Oh, come on, you're from round there. You should know. Yeah, but it's basically a straight line, so you're literally probably talking about metres. <laughs> Duncan Alexander said it the other day, and I thought, I'm going to nick that. Of course you did. <laughs> so it must be true if you said it. Stadium? Sorry? Was that when Brighton was at the old stadium? Because that skewed that stat. Hmm. Uh, no, it's <laughs> why Brighton the in the Premier League. closer to the coast, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Uh, Brighton on four points, Southampton are on null point, uh, and Glenn Murray has scored three and four versus Southampton. Emma, how do you think this one's going to go? Uh, nil, nil. Really? Yeah. Last on match of the day. Second last, because <laughs> it's a Friday night game. But this was my guess uh, as well. Everton versus Aston Villa is definitely going to be last on yeah. match of the day. Yeah, I'm watching that right now, and Everton, with all their ex-Barcelona players, are spectacularly rubbish. <laughs> 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 look at his face look somebody <laughs> should have taken a screenshot of Adam's face. <laughs> I used to <laughs> like you Emma. <laughs> look how handsome Andre Gomez is oh That's but you know bad. what when he cut his hair it's, it like ruined it a little bit can I objectify him shamelessly he needs to grow that hair a little bit <laughs> what do you think Adam he can have all the hair or none of the hair he wants <laughs> can I stop objectifying him with your female gaze <laughs> yeah, you're okay. right. Let's go into Lucas Digne instead. How does how is he so young? I think he's a wonderful human being. said this about Carly Lloyd or Megan Scott. No, no, no. This is not objectification. Lucas Digne is like like I worry for him. Like he's a small, small baby. <laughs> and when he's he plays, really... I'm like scared. But he's a really wonderful human being. He helped people when the terrorist attacks happened in Barcelona because they happened near he's... his house. He's just so whereas, young, whereas, little. Whereas Chelsea's left backs didn't. No, he's like he's so sweet and good, and I just want to like wrap him in, in bubble wrap and like not have him get hurt. He worries me out there. I think Brighton are going to win. Chris. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> Matter, Adam. Sheffield United versus Leicester, I... the Robert Ullathorne derby. Sheffield United on four points. Gonna... Leicester are on their first two, haven't they? How do we think this one's going to go? I think Leicester are going to win. I was about to say I think Leicester are going to win, but I think Sheffield United have actually got a little bit about them to, to to at least make it a really interesting game. But Leicester, Leicester have got a good squad this well this season and just in general. Anyway. I think the, I think they're going to do well. Um, so I, I'm actually going to go with my original gut instinct and back Adam and say that Leicester are going to win. Will Billy Sharp score in this game, Adam? Um, it's not statistically likely. <laughs> uh, oh, Sheffield United, the first two games, have used an exclusive lineup of British and Irish players in their starting lineups. Not done since 2012, I don't think. Ooh, Keane just came on. <laughs> Yay! Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is the live reaction to the game. Now this is gonna be it. Now we're just gonna watch it for the rest of it. <laughs> it won't be game one. And two. live react when something happens, and Adam's it's... just gonna get sadder and sadder and sadder Adam's, as the next That's why like he's blurry. Do you see Moisey... that? He's getting, he's getting like he's fading away. He's more. Yeah. He just came on. He just came on. Literally. So everyone's been ignoring you. Are you trying to now ignore? <laughs> Can I also just say, this isn't good for the audio listeners, oh. obviously, but Adam every so often leans back and he, everything goes blurry. Yeah. And it's like he's in one of those, um, like, you know, it's videos. Like where, it's just like he's in one of those videos where he, it's all blacked out and his voice changes and it's like, yeah, the time that this happened, it was really blah, blah, blah. You know, like one of those DIY dodgy programs and he's one of the bad DIY people. And he's but like, look, now his mistakes. arms are blurry and, it's, and Adam, I have to tell you, I have to, like, I took a migraine pill this morning and so you're making me question like what's what is <laughs> you I don't know the what trick is nothing's actually blurry that's just <laughs> like I, I keep trying to focus on your elbow to see <laughs> if it's, it's not good for my mental health <laughs> thank you Adam. i do apologize Emma. i thought you said michael keen had come on sorry not moisey kid <laughs> uh watford versus west ham in the malky mckay derby um both looking for their first league wins of the season. Um, Watford have lost their last six Premier League games, obviously going back into last season. Um, but West Ham have lost eight and drawn one out of their last games in August. Is this not going to be second last match of the day? What, what, what about games that are um, in August um, against Watford on a Saturday? <laughs> they, they've lost all of those. All of them? Yeah. On a Saturday as well? Okay. On a Saturday. Yeah, 27th. I mean, I'm going to go with a Watford win. Yeah. I think this will be last on match of the day. Right. I think it'll be second last on match of the day. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We mean last on. We mean last on the last. You know, on last on the Saturdays. We've taken. Oh. We've applied the rules, Chris. We're not all just sticking the muds like you. <laughs> uh, okay. So, how do you think this was going, Jesse? What do you reckon? Um, I, I think I think for you and Troy Deeney, I'm going to go with Watford. They yeah. said nothing other than you, Amy. Okay, Emma? Uh, I think that West Ham will win. Okay, by a lot? No, like 2-1 or something. I think West Ham will win like 1-0. Mm. Well, what do you reckon for uh, Liverpool Arsenal and the Ossie Benayoun derby? Now these normally are quite high scoring affairs with lots and lots of goals in the last minute or so. I have already precautionary taken out my Arsenal defender from my SD team. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Which one? Uh, I have Montreal. Well, I did have Montreal. I mean, one is too many. Hey, they get two clean cheese. Oh, no, you can't run slagging off Everton and then start talking about Arsenal defenders like they're nice. <laughs> I was about, they've got a great centre-back who's really nice player and really consistent. His name's David Luiz. Yeah. Um, they have a tiny Uruguayan named Lucas Torreira and a vegan free man named Hector Bellerin. And I'm a Spurs fan. I think it'll be, be interesting. Where am I? I you know Where what? am I? It's a weird timeline. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyone go for an Austin win in this? Yeah, because I have a very Mark Lawrence-esque approach to predicting Liverpool results. Mm. Which is what? The opposite of what Mark Lawrence does. Okay. Um, I think I'm actually going to go for a draw. I think Arsenal's going to hold you to a draw. All right. Jesse, I, ge- I, ge- I genuinely think Arsenal have had a, uh, quite a good start to the season and they have 
um, they already had a strike partnership that had chemistry and was dangerous. And if they can turn that into um, a front three with the introduction of, of Pepe, then they could be uh, onto something good this season. All right. Jesse and Emma? Um, I'd like to see Arsenal surprise you guys, and not because I don't love you and want you to have nice things. Um, I don't. I th- you know what? Um, but I think that... Oh, Adam, what happened? Yeah, Yari Mina didn't score. <laughs> Game that's like, it. happens a lot. Right? It was the World Cup you to score. <laughs> um, but I, I think this is an Arsenal side that that even I'm going to enjoy watching. Okay. Um, but I think you guys are going to win, so say it, say it, Chris. <laughs> no, I, I did my bit. I said it last season when Liverpool played and they won. Last season. Then he's... Oh, so Paul's in Paul's <laughs> such an old reference. Wow. Did they, did they win both the times? Neither the time I said it, thanks to Jordan. No, the other time they said it, and, and the other time you didn't say it, right? The other time I didn't say it. And what happened? I don't know. What did happen? I remember. I remember. Probably, you probably didn't watch that game. How, how many points did they? <laughs> that was due to a multitude of things, not just you. Don't take credit for a multitude of a series of events. That, that's true, but it may... Just for argument's sake, say you had won that game. Yeah. Would would that have changed the result in a material way that maybe you say won the league? It would have. Do you know what it would have done? Essentially, Man City won all of their games, right? So they just did as good as they could have done. It probably probably would have put more pressure on us to win the league, so we wouldn't then have become six times European champions. Oh, for the trophy that you really wanted. I'm happy with the trophy. Trophy's a trophy. Then you've not won in what? 30 odd years. Uh, You're right. These Champions League trophies are so overrated. Not that yeah, you know, but... they are. It's true. Uh, we've overtaken you as well. Now we won that one. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've only won it. When you say we, does that mean is that like do you add QPR's trophies all together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have them all up. <laughs> like a pot of trophies. Wait, weren't you already in front of us anyway? I can't remember. Quite possibly. Quite possibly, but I didn't ask you this after the. I didn't instruct you to do this after the your um, the Real Betis game, which is you've got to stick your chest out, shoulders back, and saying the thing's going wrong. Stop telling me to do that, Chris. We've told, we talked about this. <laughs> Wait, sorry, Emma. Did were you watching Sevilla? Uh, yeah, I did watch a little bit of it. Well, I was trying. To... They oh, won when you were distracting you. They said that um, Reguilón is going to have to spend the night in the hospital because he has a possible head concussion. Yeah, he went off injured in the first half. I didn't see the incident because you guys were distracting me. We are um, terrible people. You invite someone to come here and podcast with you and you keep talking to them while they're trying to watch the football. <laughs> Emma. He lasted about 20 minutes and then he was, he was taken off. That's Emma, off. think about the Real Betis game and say nothing can go wrong now. I'm never going to say that. No? No, no. Uh, Bournemouth versus Manchester City in the Silver and Distan derby. Bournemouth unbeaten. Uh, Manchester City with a hundred percent win rate versus Bournemouth, uh, with a score of twenty-five to three. That is the uh, best in English top-flight history. And City have won their last Premier, uh, eight Premier League games against teams on the South Coast. So this is a shoeing, isn't it? I mean, it was a shoeing before you told me all the stats about the coastline. Hmm. <laughs> Should we move on to Spurs? 
No. Spurs Newcastle <laughs> in the rugby. Uh, Spurs have won their last four versus Newcastle, uh, and they've lost one out of ten in home Premier League games. Jesse, do it. What can you say? Ah, uh, the thing is, everything can go wrong. But nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Don't do it, Jesse. Don't say it. Jesse, yeah, I'm not going to do it yet. Jesse. No. Well, what do you reckon is going to happen then? Are you going to win um, that three, four? Let's see. Lucas Mora is going to like rip his shirt off, revealing a no one needs the Amazon rainforest anyway <laughs> t-shirt. It just, just says burn, baby, burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Kane's going to get injured, and then... Um, Sounds like a great game to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Lucas Moura doing this because he scored a goal though because in that case true maybe it's alright but I mean he's Newcastle I mean he's, he's like taking like you know sweets away from a baby or whatever. hold on how are we talking about Newcastle we've already talked about Steve Bruce how do you not link these things Chris <laughs> you, you do a list what is he new want to appear in the Premier League predictions okay Castle. <laughs> okay. Jesse's doing it for you. <laughs> Isn't adorable human being Sun back this week? Though? Oh my god, I love him so much, you guys. He's so cute. Um, Ronaldo. Who are we talking about? Sunny. Oh, what? Why is he adorable? Oh, ah, uh, what you meant is in some. The, the, there was an adorable human being, and their son. No! It's available. I've got it now. That'd be right. great, though. Son, no. Um, he is on the. He was on the on the list. So hopefully, um, everyone else is like still injured and gone. Goodbye. Okay, fine. We. It's gonna be. I don't know. Three, two. 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 How is Newcastle? You're aware of this. This is the same Newcastle, right? We're John Linton in Randolph, I think, we, two goals. You know, because especially against teams when that we shouldn't. Remember last season? Lloris is going to pull a Lloris. Oh, yeah, this would be good, actually. Newcastle win 1-0 thanks right? to Lloris' mistake. Right, going to come out and be like, I'm a forward now. Oh, to be fair, Newcastle as well, because what was it? The last game of the season just need to beat Newcastle to, to finish above our... Oh, no. We've yes. Lost. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. It's coming back. It's going to be one of those. And then later in the season, we're going to be like, if only we'd be Newcastle. We would finish fourth. Chris, have you got stats on Tottenham versus Newcastle on days when the temperature's above 24 degrees? <laughs> Newcastle always wins. Always wins. Uh, right, guys, back to Brandon. Done. Anyone got any other business at all? I just saw that... Uh, eating Levante, right? uh, I saw Renato Sanchez has joined Lille. I don't know if that's online or oh, permanent. Yes, yes, it looks that. permanent, I think. So. Yeah. Life comes in pretty fast. Going from kicking it. finished second last season. Yeah. In what yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, he's gone Champions from kicking a ball to the, the, whore, the advertising board <laughs> no, at Swansea. From being, being the young player at the tournament at, the, at Euro 2016 yeah. to, to passing the ball to an advertising hoarding. I have a question for Emma. Where's Artitan now? Uh, he is still technically a Barcelona player, but he is on loan somewhere in Turkey. So I think he might be in jail. That is the best sentence that has ever been uttered on this podcast. <laughs> it seems so calm. Yeah, right? like, but he may be in prison. We just, yes, essentially, he was... he's lost. We don't know where he is. <laughs> oh, there's some sort of nightclub shooting of a Turkish pop star. <gasps> oh my Who God. Who hasn't? 
So I think he might be in jail, but I'm not 100%. And then what? He's, he's still technically a Barcelona player. Handles the loans. He's like, I'm going to check up on the loan players. Yeah, yeah. Added to Ram. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> doesn't answer his phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he doesn't answer his phone. Uh, seven out of ten. He played. <laughs> so, he played all right. So, so, so he, he went full on Aaron Hernandez. Why? Yeah, why do these people? Why do these people not learn that when rich, you don't need to murder people yourself? We should have known that, to be fair, before they even got him when he threw the shoe at the ref. I think he pistol-whipped somebody. Even better. What? Yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. Ah, uh, you called it a nightclub shooting. This is far yeah, less... he did get shot, too. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, oh, wow. This meets my acceptable quota for shootings. <laughs> this is the bad essentially. That's my turn. <laughs> the level... This is the bit where Adam, where I have producer Jonathan shouting in my ear saying, end the podcast. Yeah, but it, uh, if you had producer Jonathan, he'd be bold and taking regular stress breaks. <laughs> Guys, we've got to bring this podcast to an end, unfortunately. We can talk about Ardicharan off air. Um, Jesse, if they want to follow you, how do they... I'm so sorry for them, but it's at Jesse Loesch. Emma, how do they follow you? Uh, must they? Um... Yeah, somebody else account if you don't want to give out yours. He faces 12 and a half years in jail. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, uh, on Twitter, they can follow me at mgabrielglacia. Okay, Adam? Uh, AdamSA101. Ryan? The Ryan Goodman. Okay, uh, we are Man on the Post. We are part of the Man on the Post network. You can follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post, Instagram at Man on the Post. Uh, Facebook, you can search Man on the Post and find us on there. Uh, we are part of the Unusual Effort work as well, aren't we, Jesse? We are. Any podcasts coming up? Oh, uh, hold on, isn't, isn't Unusual Effort part of the Man on the Post network? Just I to... think we are all That's together. Adam. I'm just, I don't want an angry Ross, right? Smash the <laughs> Um, uh, Kirsten and um, Megan and October have a podcast about the Bundesliga out and um it is hysterical and they're very drunk and um pronounce german things that i are right but i think are funny anyway cool okay so keep our eyes and ears out for that uh if you you can download us from uh apple Podcasts, you can download us from acast stitcher and you can listen to us on spotify if you like what you hear you can rate and review us on itunes that's lovely because it helps boost us up the charts uh, and if you subscribe below, then it automatically falls down into your inbox. Right, guys, thank you ever so much for listening. And thank you for joining us. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, because no one's been listening to you. No yeah, one's been listening. Say, yeah. <laughs> thank Hi, you for joining us. Thank you for listening. And always remember to keep your man on the post. Uh,